Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. know a lot, but that's because he's lived a lot. This is the Bob Cordaro Show. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, June 26, 2023. This is the Bob Canaro Show. I am he, broadcasting today from what is still the United States of America, the place where the brave have made us and kept us free. The United States of America, founded with the certain knowledge and understanding that government is not our parent, our guide, our salvation, our direction. It is not any of these things, nor was it intended to be. It is nothing more than a necessary evil we require to organize and protect society. The United States, the country where for the first time in human history, freedom was declared to be an unalienable right granted by God. Not something that's parceled out or controlled by government or government officials. Our great American Constitution ensures and codifies freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of association, economic freedom, and freedom of the press, whether they use it or not. And armed with these freedoms, a ragtag bunch of immigrants and rejects and their progeny created the richest, most powerful, most culturally diverse and accepting nation and culture ever to grace this beautiful planet. America, the only place specifically invented and designed so that every American can live their life in the manner they choose. Unlimited by their background, upbringing, race, color, or creed. Unhindered by the government or those who would use government to control others for their own comfort or benefit. This Bob Cadaro show will always be convincingly conservative, lovingly logical, proudly and passionately patriotic, and reliably right. So... Oh, by the way, the program is brought to you by Pizza Bella Mountaintop, the home of the zero-car pizza crust. I don't know how they do it, but they do it, and they do it well. Now available at Pizza Bella Mountaintop only, Route 309 in Mountaintop. And then our hourly sponsors, the Marjon Golf Course. And it's the best bargaining golf, 21 bucks, cart, nine holes of golf. Food's great, 
it's just it's just a great experience. Just a little bit past the old Scranton Muni. It's in Jefferson Township and Mount Cobb. And then the Dunmore Lumber Company, 622 South Blakely Street, Dunmore. You can't beat the convenience. Can't even come close with the big box stores. So beat the big box blues at Dunmore Lumber. So, uh, I hope you guys had a good weekend. I had a great one. I really did. Uh, Friday night, I told you, I was going to see Three Dog Night down at Penn's Peak. And it was, it really was fabulous. I, you know, you have these 70, you know, seven, mid and late 70-year-old guys, and they're still bringing it. I mean, y'all, you thought you were listening to the record, or, oh, geez, are they, are they uh, lip-syncing? I mean, it was so good. And that was the first time I was ever at that venue. It's a cute little venue. I don't know if it's, I think they told us 1,800. And so I was with Mr. Paul and Dennis McAndrew and Joe Papa. And and so we had great travel companions. We went into Jim Thorpe before. We had somebody drive us in Big Lou because we didn't want to, you know, think about that part of it. And then we went to the concert and I ran into uh, Matt Geddes and uh, some of the gang from Camp Freedom. And just everybody was into the old classic rock music. And we're going to play some of that. Murph uh, accommodated us today to play some uh, Three Dog Night during the program. So, but it was just, it was really fabulous. Then we went out on the back porch when we got home to continue our revelry. Needless to say, I was shot for the morning on Saturday. But but then um, the coach at Dunmore, Kevin McHale, great coach, good, good guy, good football player. Anyway, he had a, a sort of a reunion, which I'll tell you what, I would recommend this for every high school. It was a they they did a camp where any football alumna could go and and teach kids from you know from five years old up to high school age. And so they conducted a camp Saturday morning, and then Saturday afternoon there was a fundraiser uh, with auctions and so on and so forth at uh, Clark's up in Dunmore. So a lot of uh, the old jocks came. And, I mean, you realize how old you are because there's kids, you know, guys 20 years older than you who are out of school 20 years. <laughs> it's that bad. But they, it was just fabulous seeing these guys from every different era. And we had a blast. I bid. I'm, I'm embarrassed to say how much, but I bid on uh, – my number was 33. So I had a competitive bid against somebody for uh, – my a 33 jersey that they were auctioning off. I think I won. I won't be upset if I didn't. You know, it was one of those things where you write things down. Like it, it's not an auction where somebody calls off. You just got to write down, and the guy who has the last and the most bid wins. 
So Cutie and I went up and did that on Saturday. That was great. Um, and yesterday just more or less did very little, which was good. This afternoon, I'm not playing in it, but I'm going to go up to the uh, Mike Munchak Golf Tournament up at Scranton Country Club, and uh, they raise money for the United Way every year. You heard A.J. Munchak on the line with us, uh, uh, what, I guess a week or two ago, saying how much they had raised. It's some obscene number, like almost $2 million bucks or something. The, the Hall of Famer Mike Munchak and all of his friends, the Penn State guys, uh, sometimes some of the Houston guys come. So uh, we're looking forward to that this afternoon. But, oh, today, just quickly, you've heard what's going on in, in Russia. And um, it was, a, I don't know what you would call it, an aborted coup. I don't know if you remember, but some of you would, and some of you may have studied it. It reminded me quite a bit of when Boris Yeltsin had to step in. Uh, It reminded me quite a bit of the attempted coup, and we'll ask John Perillo on Monday Musings at 10 o'clock today about that. This... It's... You can't call it a coup because nothing actually happened. There was the threat of a coup, and then there was a deal. In this case, the deal is that um, the leader of the Wagner group goes to Belarus. He's not punished. We don't know what's going to happen to his minions. But in any event, it, it it was interesting. And John's been studying it, and he's going to talk to us about it then. Also... The Korean War, we're, we're at the anniversary. And it, it occurred over the weekend, so we're doing it Monday. And Rick Bigelow is going to be with us at 11 o'clock to discuss that. Uh, a big deal, obviously. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Somebody texted in. By the way, you can text or call us 570-883-0098. Man, I'm watching uh, Joe Biden, and I, just watching him walk is painful. This man, who was never, never had the intellectual ability, never had the common sense, never had the decency to be president, and now he has declined even from his, he declined into total adamant. And he was unqualified to be president from the start. And by the way, don't take my word for it. Take Democrat voters' word for it. He could never even get out of Iowa. Because he'd get caught lying. And now, somehow, somehow, some way, 
Democrats think it's okay to have this fool be the president. They're fighting tooth and nail against truth, fact, and reality. Not only of his debility, of his corruption. I, I And that I truly don't understand. All right. I, I could almost understand you saying, uh, if you're a Biden supporter... Oh, no, he's fully capable. He's just getting older, you know, but he's fully capable. I could could understand that argument. The problem I have is that they, they don't, they're not even curious about corruption. They attack personally anybody who brings forth facts and and truth of the Biden crime family's disgrace using their office. And I was having this conversation literally on the way in. And a friend of mine said, could it not be, and we're going to have to ask Brian Kelly about this, could there not be grounds for a RICO statute that's racketeering and uh, influenced and corrupt organizations And I, I thought to myself, yeah, they probably can, but they do need to have it be insanely corrupt and unethical. That proof is already in. I'm guaranteeing Joe Biden's granddaughter did not do hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of some kind of work for the Romanians. Okay? That's a guarantee. And it isn't money laundering unless you prove the underlying crime, not unethical act, but crime. So we're going to watch this. But I continue to be disappointed by uh, Biden supporters or Democrats or Trump haters who say, what? What are you talking about? Please, that, that does not fly. That means you're willfully ignorant of reality and the truth and the facts. And then to pretend it's nothing, it's obviously gross, gross in, uh, corruption. And in, well, to, to the largest extent possible. Now, Lyndon Johnson made himself worth about $250 million. Now, this is back in the 70s, late 60s, early 70s, by illegally giving himself television licenses. Leaning on the FCC to give him television licenses, I believe, well, I think it was for Austin. I I read all those books. But this is foreign entities. This is worse. Yeah, bad stuff. Bad stuff. All right. So we have veterans that we honor every day. Proudly so. And a friend of the program has been getting me information we and we never really compiled it the way we wanted to his name's tom morgan and he's going to tell us about his family tree who we are honoring today 
as our veterans. Uh, uh, another one of these incredible, great families that served this country far beyond their proportion and measure. Now, he said, uh, hello, Mr. Kadar. I've often heard your show of families' stories of service. I thought you might like to hear the story of my family, and, and darn right I, I would. Tom Morgan's father and uncle served in the Army in World War II. They joined the Army on the same day. Tom's father went to China, Burma, and India, the theater of operations. His uncle served stateside and in Canada. They were seven years apart in age, my dad being younger. But they died the exact same day. Dad in Scranton and his uncle in Manassas, Virginia. Now, uh, Tom's father was one of six. They lost two, as was the case in those days. They were from West Scranton, raised on 100 block of North Hyde Park Avenue, that great Hyde Park section of Scranton. The grandparents, William and Anna Morgan, raised three sons and a daughter. Uh, one of them worked for Delaware, Lackawanna, and Western Railroad. We had a veteran we talked about last week that did so as well. Next was a daughter, Hannah. She worked at West Scranton as the West Scranton correspondent for the former Scranton Tribune. Her name, Hannah Morgan Motiska. And there was Edwin Morgan, then Benjamin Morgan, who was Tom Morgan's dad. Uh, they both came back. Uh, Benjamin, Tom's dad, drove, but went back to driving trucks for Fowler and Williams in Scranton. His grandfather, William Morgan, was a Scranton police officer, 1902 to 1927. The next generation, three sons and a daughter, and one son, a career army man. The, the other two sons, career air force. And the daughter married a Marine. Aunt Hannah, who we had, uh, Hannah, who we had mentioned earlier, had a son, and he was in the Coast Guard. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Tom's brother joined the Army during the Vietnam era, but he was 6'8". And the Army felt he was too big, so they sent him to Turkey to serve, a NATO ally. He always stressed, his uh, Tom's brother, that he did not serve in Vietnam, and we honored that thought. However, his grave marker from the government says Vietnam on it, since that was the era he served. Now, the next generation, a third generation, have served as well. Army, Navy, Marines as well. Uh, remarkable. And I asked him, the history was so extensive... And a bit complicated, Tom Morgan, that I had asked you to call in to sort of fill in the blanks because there's only so much you could do on email, right? Yeah, you're right, Bob. It, it, it's it's uh, it, back in the day, as you're well aware, a lot of the veterans they wouldn't speak about what what went on and so on and so forth. So, it, unfortunately, most of this was done through research, um, you know, on, on newspapers.com and, and so on and so forth, and. Uh, um, 
I did try the the military site full three, but it, it uh, didn't give me a whole lot of information. Um, but uh, one thing uh, that that I, I found interesting on newspapers dot com was there was a, a photo uh, which was an AP photo um, of the. Um, Army members in India on the streets, uh, walking through the streets, and a couple of them were on uh, uh, camels. It showed two camels, like riding on the back of camels. Huh. And this this was in a, a newspaper article in, in December of 1942. And uh, about maybe a week later, there was a, an article in the Scranton Tribune saying that uh, the local uh, connection to this photo is uh, our own Ben Morgan was on was one of the men on top of the camel in the picture, the AP photo that was distributed throughout the country. So um, that was it was an interesting thing. Um, <laughs> that is so neat. Yeah, Can you imagine um, that you're in India in that day and age? Yeah. And you're riding a camel, you know, as, as a, a military man. And the picture gets picked up by the uh, probably Associated Press or UPI. Yes, it was. It was. It, it did say AP on it, so it was Associated yeah, Press. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, and then uh, uh, just one other in- interesting tidbit I found. Uh, my, my dad, of course, was was as I said, was in India at the time, uh, but but he had gone through different areas uh, of the the theater, and he was in uh, Cairo, Egypt, and he actually got to see what was uh, built as uh, Mussolini's private hangar for had. Rommel been uh, uh, successful in Africa, it would have been Mussolini's base. But, uh, of course, uh, uh, Montgomery had other uh, uh, ideas for that. But um, the um, uh, the interesting uh, thing, as I said, uh, which I found very interesting, is my, my dad and my uncle were very, very close, even though they were seven years apart in age. And, and the fact that they died the same day uh, really brought home their closeness you know yeah, and and yeah. uh, there's there was an article in the paper where they, did they, they know were, did tom morgan did they know that they were both ill uh, was it su- were they sudden passings or well no my 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 uncle was was quite ill he was in a hospital and he was actually in a coma uh, and um, my dad had had, uh, from being a truck driver and a cigarette smoker, he had had uh, COPD. So he was, as the doctor said, he was on borrowed time. But my dad died at home. Uh, but my uh, my uncle died in a, ho- a military hospital down in Virginia. And um, but the interesting thing is, my uncle was in a coma for for I don't know a couple of months, and and he he came out of the coma, and he said to his daughter, who was the the woman that I, we talked about there, who married the Marine, uh, he said to his daughter, he said, I'm going to go up and see Benny. She said, Dad, what are you talking? about you're on the top floor of the hospital and he said no I'm, I know that but I'm going up to see Benny she said Uncle Benny Uncle Benny's up in Scranton she goes yeah I know. he said I know I know that and she said by uh, he, he died the next morning so then my other uncle um, which would be Aunt Hannah's husband ran into me on the street and he says you're uh, sorry for your loss and I didn't know what he was talking about I said well then we tell my dad and I, he said well we tried to call but there's no answer so I, I was still living at home at the time and I, I came home and found uh, my dad dead as well so they both died mm. the same day and uh, so interesting you know you wonder if there was a connection there if they did know but uh, mm. but yeah they, uh, and, and uh, just one other interesting tidbit Bob about the uh, um, the, the service with, with my dad uh, being in um uh, India, he ran into, um, while he was in India, 
a fella that he grew up with all through, and the, and the guy lived just up the block. My, my grandparents' address was 117 North High Park back in the day, and this fella grew up at 122, and his name was Anthony Fonzino. And it's just interesting that somebody that you grew up with and went to school with yeah. and played ball with, you run into an India in service <laughs> to your country, you know. So, so that was that was an interesting thing. Um, and as as you said, uh, you know, you, you mentioned all, all the next generation. Uh, uh, my uncle Ed uh, had. Uh, Two sons, career uh, Air Force, one career Army. Uh, the Army career gentleman retired as a general. Um, wow. and the the, uh, the uh, Air Force men were E nines, and then the, the daughter married a Marine. My brother, we talked about, served retiring as lieutenant colonel uh, in the Army, and. Um, the uh, uh, the other branch, the, my uncle that was on the railroad, who did not serve uh, because I'm assuming because of the importance of the railroad, he didn't uh, uh, have to go. But uh, plus, he was a little bit older. But his uh, three sons served in the Navy, uh, so uh, so we kind of had all the branches covered there uh, back in the day. Um, and then the next generation, my uh, my. Cousin David, which would be Uncle Edwin's son that was in the Air Force, his son served in the Air Force, and my brother's son served in the Army. So his name was Stephen Morgan. Uh, he's passed away. But but so um, it's quite the, the historic uh, situation of uh, service. I myself did not serve. Uh, as I told you in the email, um, I, I uh, started at the age of 16 years old. I went into the EMS business and uh, did that for 10 years. And uh, um, then joined the Scranton Fire Department in 1989, retiring in 2020. So, um, well, there's some um, service, <laughs> right? But uh, but I mean, fire, it's, the fire department is pretty damn good service it's, too, right? It's, it's not it's not it's not government service. That's why we used to joke. With the, uh, my cousin Donald was a general; he was the highest ranking one. I said, but that's real service. That 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 doesn't count for what I'm talking about. But um, but anyway, uh, and then also uh, my my cousin, uh, and I, of course we're Welsh, so we name everybody after. Everybody else. So my cousin Edwin, uh, which would be my uncle William's son Edwin, because uh, my uncle Edwin also had a son Edwin, but uh, they had different middle names. But um, um, my cousin Edwin, who lived in Scranton, uh, he was, uh, um, his son also served in the Navy, uh, and then he served in the fire department with me for 25 years. So, uh, so, uh, but uh, uh, I just, you know, you, you always talk about the veterans and, uh, and the well, service, Tom and I Morgan, just thought it would be a story you'd like to know. Uniformed service was such a part of your family, the Morgan family, and it's, and both sides. Right. Uh, it's, and it's generational. That, that's that's just amazing, and it's inspiring. It really is. I, I'm so happy you brought this information to me. We've been talking back and forth for a, a number of months, and uh, right. I look forward to this day, and, and uh, I'm going to enjoy talking about the Morgans. I, I appreciate you calling in to to spell it out a little better for all of us, and uh, we'll, we'll keep talking about the Morgans today because, man, your family has earned the recognition. That's for sure. Well, well, I appreciate it, and, and like I said, it's nothing on me. It's it's definitely on on them. Uh, but uh, if I can just add one more quick detail, Bob. Sure. My, my my mom was was born in, in Glasgow, Scotland. and came here at the age of two. But her family, uh, the last name was Fleming, F L E M I N G. Um, her family had situations where her. Um, a cousin would be my grandfather's brother and his wife. They had one one child. His name was Andrew Fleming. Andrew was killed in World War II, serving the United States at the Battle of the Bulge. Hmm. Um, and uh, 
So, and then on, on my grandfather's brothers, which of course served for the United Kingdom, three of them were killed in World War One in the line of duty. Uh, two at the, the the Battle of the Somme and Somme, if you said S O M M E, and then another one in Belgium at Y P R E S. I'm not sure how to pronounce that word, but um, they were all killed in action. So um, mm. it's a it's it's a it's a double edged sword. That's not the Morgan side, but yet it's still family. So that's four generations. Yeah. That's, so. That's, uh, uh... It's it's astounding. It really is, uh, Tom. Yeah. I, I thank you for that and and spelling it out even further than the information I have. Uh, yeah, that's that's a big deal. That's a big deal, yeah. Tom Morgan. Thank you. So I just wanted to let you know, Bob, and uh, um, I, I appreciate you taking the time to listen to the story. Uh, just because I know it's it's uh, you, I, you honor the veterans all the time, and it means a lot. So uh, I just I just thought you'd like to hear the story. I wasn't looking for a, a day of honoring. I just wanted to share the story with you. But I appreciate you doing oh, that. No, so. I'm, I'm that ha- this this today had to happen. I, I, so I'm happy we finally got to it. Thank you, Tom Morgan. I appreciate right. it, and and I know everybody listening appreciates your family. All right, Bob. Thank you, and have a great day. Thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 